entertainment. Alright, hello listeners. Welcome to a bonus episode of Geek Source Entertainment. So, I thought rather than uh, save this for Film Fridays, I wanted to just dedicate an entire episode to my thoughts on Avengers Infinity War. Um, So, here's how this is going to go. This section is going to be uh, spoiler-free, so it's going to be a little bit briefer. Then the next segment is going to be a spoiler-filled review with all of my thoughts and initial impressions of the film. So, um, spoiler-free, what did I think of this movie? I really liked it. Um, I think it's a fine example of the quality of superhero films. These films aren't just, you know, cheesy action films with people in tights and capes anymore. These are legitimate stories. And Infinity War is another example of that. First of all, it's been rightly pointed out that this uh, this chapter in the Avengers uh, story in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is more about Thanos. Like, Thanos is almost the focus of the film, um, and it really plays effectively. I won't go into details, but there are some... Uh, there's a character dynamic between him and another character and a few other uh, characters that is explored and it's really effectively done really fleshes out Thanos Thanos is well worth the hype Uh, for all the problems that Marvel has had with villains uh, through this entire universe um, they finally have gotten one that can stand up there without a doubt alongside Loki, um, you know, Vulture and maybe Ego uh, last year and then Killmonger of this year were ones that were considered to be good villains, but they still like didn't carry as much as Loki did. Um, Like they, they, Loki could arguably carry his own film. He's just that compelling of a character and that interesting and well portrayed. You know, so far, none of the other villains, I mean, they just haven't. And Thanos, however, does this. He does carry this film. This film very well could have been Thanos Infinity War. Um, So what did, you know, uh, and it is really cool to see all of our, our characters together on the screen for the first time. And, you know, all these universes collide and it is really really satisfying to see everything come together and it is it is nice because they do a very good job of balancing the characters out it doesn't feel like this character or that character is being overemphasized over another character they do a great job balancing everything so yeah that's kind of my thoughts on the movie is as best I can do without being getting into spoilers. Um, you know, there are a few minor quibbles I have with the film, but overall it is really, really good. And I am really happy with it. 
overall and it is definitely worth the hype in my mind um granted i'm also still coming off of pretty early hype so maybe you know maybe a month or two down the road maybe someone will see it and be like "Eh, it wasn't worth the hype but i think it's i think it's worth the hype so yeah uh this is this is my spoiler free thoughts on avengers infinity war i'm uh, gonna put a track or two after this and then we'll go into my spoiler filled territory territory all right so time for spoilers spoiler warning we're going to be talking about avengers infinity war full spoilers not cutting back and yeah so you're gonna hear everything if you don't want this movie spoiled for you turn away now all right i'm gonna give you a little bit a little bit of time to turn this off you gone all right well good so into the spoiler review we go um first off one of the things that i think this movie does effectively is it just thrusts you into the story i do have to say a lot of what one of the few things people have a problem with this movie and i have the same problem with this is um the fact that this this movie just kind of craps all over the end of uh thor ragnarok thor ragnarok is very much about you know you know they're they're rushing to 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 get off of asgard then they're rushing to to you know be saved and all that and there's this effort and then you know only for them to all die anyways like apparently half of the city has been saved um like so that per thanos and his methods of killing off half of the population, he did the same thing here. Problem is, is we're unfamiliar, like, the movie didn't make that very clear initially. Um, so, like, I kind of went the first little bit there thinking everyone was dead, except for Thor. Um, which led to me, leads me to, um, you know, two things here. First of all, I'm really mad that Indra Elba is gone. Um, I, re- I think he's a fantastic actor and I really liked Heimdall and I thought that character was epic and could have been even more epic and they killed him off in this movie. And then the big shock, like this movie just is no, just does not hold back because yeah, they kill Loki off 10 minutes in, like holy crap now this completely destroys the theory i don't know if you listened to that three hour long epic discussion that me and lord squirrel had but one of the things we did talk about was we did talk about who who we thought was going to die and we both agreed they would never kill off loki because he has such a committed fan base of tween girls we were very wrong because he is very dead at the beginning of this movie. Um, like, he... And first of all, he actually goes out a hero because he attempts to... Um, attempts to kill Thanos and uh, and save his brother, Thor. And he, of course, you know, is stopped and killed. And, yeah. Um, and then we see, like, Thor is the most compelling character in my mind in this movie um because of the fact that like he is when you look at his story he's arguably the most tragic character 
so far. Like, he literally has lost everything. He's lost the majority of his people. He's lost his home. He's lost his father, his brother, his mother. He's lost pretty much everything that is is uh, that matters to him, which is why he really is, has, is out for a vengeance on Thanos. And I thought his arc in this film was fantastic. I really enjoyed the scene where he, you know... Uh, forges the the giant axe that it, it, that whole scene is epic where he holds open the doors for the sun uh, or for the dying star that uh, Peter Dinklage as a giant dwarf it's a bit of an oxymoron I know but it's awesome um, and that his whole arc I think is the best and um, yeah and and then also too we have. Um, the second most compelling arc is, in my mind, Thanos himself. I found Thanos to be incre- an incredibly compelling villain because, first of all, misguided or not, you can kind of understand where he's coming from. Like, he is not just some evil dude who wants to massacre the universe. He, You can take issue with his methods, but his his ultimate goal is salvation through death this kind of thing like his view is ultimately that you know the needs of the of the universe are that the universe is overpopulated plants are overpopulated and if you cut the population in half you then can set up a thriving society um and and according to him that's why he go why he does what he does and it works He's raided planets and he and he's saved the you know despite the initial cost. He mentions this to Gamora that despite the death toll, their planet, her planet later thrives. So at least in his mind, he has some justification. And as twisted as that is, you understand he's not coming from this at a perspective of, oh, look at I, I won't look at how powerful I am. He is genuinely coming from it at a perspective of I'm trying to be a uh, be a a uh, a savior here. Like I'm trying to ultimately bring balance to the universe so people, you know, the people that are left can thrive sort of thing. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a really twisted thing, but he's not coming. He's not like this just genocide for genocide guy he actually sort of cares and he does have people like his relationship with Gamora is so interesting because yeah he he is undoubtedly cruel to her and especially Nebula but he's doing it because he thinks that's what is best for at least Gamora, so she can grow, so she can ultimately um, become become a tool for his, you know, to, to save the universe in his mind. Um, and it is really compelling because, like, you can tell he he has affection for Gamora. There, he lets Gamora get close to him in a way that he doesn't let any other character like he captures her and then like they they have entire scenes together where they're just chatting and it's really interesting to see their dynamic and then of course you know he throws her off a cliff um which just shows that he is so driven to this end goal he really genuinely believes that he's doing the right thing that he'd kill someone granted you would make the argument that if you have to kill someone you love then it's not 
really love or the right thing. But nonetheless, he believes it is. And and uh, that was a really effective scene. Um, when Gamora's death scene, first of all, the scene with her and Star-Lord were when he she wants him to kill her is just really well done. Like Star-Lord's conflict, Thanos being like, yes, do it. And like pushing Peter Quill to do it just kind of shows how sick and twisted Thanos still is. Uh, and then also, you know, the fact that it, it, I knew it was eventually going to be a fake out because Thanos is just powerful at this point. He already is powerful at the beginning of the film. And then he gets some he he gets gradually becomes more and more powerful. And it's oh, he is such a good villain. And Peter Quill, I really enjoy his arc, too, because his arc is like He's trying to be a leader in this situation and no one is listening to him and he really he feels like a fish out of water and then of course his he cares for Gamora and when uh and they finally I think they finally have a scene together where like it legit comes out that she loves him like I think she I think this is the first time she actually says that to him and they actually have a romantic moment together and it's really nice to see that they're finally being on equal ground um and and then yeah so i it, it i totally get like the one scene where the the heroes are all getting the glove off of thanos and peter quill just loses it as frustrating that it, as that is i understand peter quill's pain because he doesn't he doesn't have too much family his dad was literally a a god who killed his mother and then he had to kill his dad and then his surrogate dad uh, Yandu also died in the process of him killing his real evil goddad, and so he doesn't have his, any family either. And then the one person that he really truly cares about was killed by Thanos. And we know Star Lord is just, con- you know, he's very much led by emotion. You know, like he just him going ballistic on Thanos is very reminiscent of him going ballistic on Ego and Ego in volume Guardians of the Galaxy volume 2 revealed that he killed his his mom so as frustrating as that scene is I I got it um but yeah I mean it's all these characters are really well balanced and then we have we have the return of Captain America which is brought about by the fact that uh, Vision is in peril through this entire film. And they're trying to save Vision. Like, ultimately, the hero's mission in this film, their primary goal, um, for the most part, is save Vision. Like, that's the primary goal for this movie, is save Vision and destroy the Mind Stone, uh, I believe is what it's called, or Life Stone, something like that. Um, but I think it's called the Mind Stone. Um... And, spoiler alert, they fail at both, um, because, uh, at, by the time, by the time they, they basically, what happens is, is we see, we see Scarlet Witch and, uh, Vision are living in, in seclusion, uh, and then when, just as, as Vision makes up his mind that he's going to return, he gets stabbed from behind by uh, Thanos' agents, and that pretty pretty much puts him out of commission for the rest of the film. He does fight, but he is not at max power like he is in um, 
in in the other films which honestly i think was the best way for them to handle the character because otherwise if vision was full power through this film it would have been just really just he's he's really op he is so overpowered it would have just been no contest um he would have any situation where vision could have been uh could have aided the avengers and really just whooped butt and people would have been like where's vision you know and Although it is a bit of a deuce ex machina to get him out. Like, they literally just shock. You know, it's a jump scare and they stab him from behind. Um, but nonetheless, I think that was otherwise well done in that getting Vision out of commission early on in the film really helps prevent the whole situation of why didn't Vision do this or that kind of thing later on in the film. Inevitably, had he been involved in a fight scene where because he's just so powerful, like he can phase in and out of things and all that. And that was one of the, his abilities that was stopped. So ultimately, you, you really think that if anyone could have gone up against Thanos, it would have been him because he could have, you know, just phased away from Thanos if Thanos tried to hurt him, that sort of thing. So um, and ultimately they fail. And that that oh that twist was horrid that like that was just evil man like because what happens is is they're trying to save him and they take him to wakanda where they can where they can uh possibly remove the mind stone from vision and destroy the mind stone without killing vision but they run out of time the invasion the invasion they get to the tower where um shuri uh, Black Panther's sister is operating on him and they run out of time so Vision has Scarlet Witch kill him and Scarlet Witch is you know is is fighting or is 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 trying to destroy the Mind Stone and in the process it would kill uh, Vision when it, whereas Thanos is there like he's running her down she's trying to hold him off and then she succeeds she destroys the mind stone yay except at this point thanos now has the time stone and just undoes it he goes back in time with vision and so he resurrects vision only to then kill him again and it was just ooh, that scene felt so wrong um and then at that point he has all the all the infinity stones of course earlier in the film we saw dr strange and iron man get together um, honestly, that was another quibble I had with uh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange. I didn't think they're, they they get into an argument early on in the film that I just didn't think was as fleshed out as it could be. I didn't get the point of why they were fighting. Like it's just like, come on, you're both smarter than this. Um, but otherwise, like they, I I mean, they're both very headstrong characters so i can understand why they'd be fighting later on in the film and there were other parts of the film where i totally understood them not getting along with each other but that first scene where they're not getting along with each other uh after the initial threat of thanos is revealed it just seemed like why are you guys arguing you're both smarter than this um but nonetheless i mean i really enjoyed dr strange for as little as he had um and iron man and uh peter parker uh, slash Spider-Man are also really enjoyable together because they spend the majority of the film together. And so I, I feel like I can't talk about Iron Man without talking about Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is so well done. First of all, he's got his new suit. that It's awesome. And I was so happy to see that he had that. And, and it's funny because 
one of the things that uh, Peter Parker has is that he has, uh, you know, he loves his pop culture. And he, one of his references is how they actually save uh, uh, Doctor Strange. They reference a movie, you know, Aliens, I think. And uh, they blow up the side of the ship to catching the, the one of Thanos' agents off guard who was, you know, tormenting Doctor Strange. So they and that kills that character and then they save Doctor Strange, um, and then they just take the fight right to Thanos and f- face off, which then leads them to the Guardians, and then which leads them to Thanos, which leads them to the situation in which you know Peter Quill finds out that uh, uh, Gamora is dead. Um, I really think Nebula is going to play a bigger role in the second one because of the fact that she was tortured in this film, um, and we see like after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two really fleshed out their sisterhood. Uh, I think now that um, Nebula is now that Gamora is dead, Nebula is going to take the take it upon herself to try to seek revenge um, because she initially failed at killing Thanos in after volume two, which is why she's captured in this film. Um, But going back to where we were uh, talking, uh, what what was it? Oh, Iron Man and Peter Parker. Um, And. Their scenes together are great because they're always having these little, these little arguments about, you know, whether a Spider-Man should stay or come. And arguably, yes, obviously, um, Spider-Man just comes along. And it's really, really fun um, to see them interact with each other. But ultimately, Spider-Man still tries to be a hero. He does save lives at the end of the film, too. Um, and his scene at the end, when Thor gets his axe... He faces off against Thanos and finally, like, gets the axe in Thanos and does some damage. And, but unfortunately, it's not enough to stop Thanos. Thanos still snaps the fingers and erases half the universe. And, of course, several of the Avengers go down. Uh, Bucky goes down. Black Panther goes down. Spider-Man goes down. Uh, Drax, Mantis, and Guardians of the Galaxy go down. Uh, Groot goes down. All these characters are going down. Even at the end credits, um, and credits, Nick Fury and Maria Hill all like they get killed as well. And it's it, but the most effective is Peter Parker's death because he like he he starts clinging to the only man that he knows that can has any power in his life, and that's. Iron Man and he like grabs Iron Man and hugs him and is like I don't want to go and that scene was just so well done and apparently according to my sister was ad-libbed I don't know how true that is but that just shows how effective uh Tom Holland is as an actor so yeah I was very very happy with uh Spider-Man in this movie because he does what he does best and he saves lives his scene with Peter uh Peter Quill where they uh argue about pop culture for a bit was really fun um, and again, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I, I'm kind of, obviously this wasn't a very organized discussion, but, um, I did really enjoy this movie. I enjoyed everything just, yeah. Um, I felt like it was incredibly well done. Um, 10 years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe all coming together in this movie, just in it, the payoff felt great oh the one thing i didn't talk about was hulk okay so i need to talk about hulk he's the one thing i didn't like about this film because he shows up first of all that callback in the beginning with loki was really awesome um 
were was really cool because like if you remember in the first Avengers, you know, Tony Stark and Loki are having this banter and he's like, What can you do to stop me? I have a army and Iron Man replies, We have a Hulk. Well at one point him Loki and Thanos are having this argument, uh a similar argument and Thanos says something, and then Loki replies, we have a Hulk. And then the Hulk just starts beating on him. Um, but, of course, uh, Thanos easily beats Hulk. Hulk gets sent back to Earth by Heimdall just before Heimdall gets killed. And and then at this point, like, the um, Bruce Banner can't get the Hulk back. Like, it's just this – like, the Hulk is actually – um, refusing to cooperate, and this need, this is a one another thing that I had a problem with. It it just felt like a bit too convenient that the Hulk is just for whatever reason now deciding to hide um, and not take up any fight. I don't think we're go. I don't know what we're going to see with that character later on, but I do want some. I I, I need more answers for that because ultimately, otherwise, it just feels like plot convenience that. The Hulk never appears when they need him to. Um, but it is really cool, nonetheless, to see Bruce Banner piloting the uh, Hulk Buster armor. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. And what's funny is, is they actually CG'd um, in the trailers for the film where the Hulk Buster is in the film. They put the Hulk in in place. And so it's funny to see if you go back and watch the trailer in like the, the scene where it shows them all together at Wakanda and running. You see the Hulk in the background and in the movie. It's actually the Hulk Buster. Um, so that was that was really cool. I really enjoyed that element um, of seeing, you know, Bruce Banner not be the Hulk, but still kind of be the Hulk in the Hulk Buster armor, but have trouble piloting it. It was it was really cool. Um but that's everything I wanted to cover, I think. I'll probably end up remembering something and then talking about it on Film Fridays. But nonetheless, um, this does conclude my thoughts on Avengers Infinity War. Overall, I felt like 10 years of Marvel in this movie, you know, it concludes in this movie. Well, for the most part, there's going to be a part two next year. But um, it, it just feels so good. Um, the payoff is great. And, yeah, like, everyone's dead now. That's the one thing. Like, half the Avengers are dead. Um, but we're going to obviously be seeing Captain Marvel in the next one because uh, in the end credits, uh, Nick Fury calls for her just before he gets erased from existence. So, yeah, um, it is really interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of role she plays, uh, how the rest of the universe, like one of the things I want to see is how the rest of the universe is taking to the destruction of or, or of the erasing of half of uh, their populations. And yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for the next one. So, but nonetheless, it was a great ride. I loved it. I absolutely loved this film. I think it's my favorite Avengers film. One of my favorite Marvel movie films for sure. And yeah, that kind of wraps up my thoughts. So I don't, I can't really think of an outro. So I'm just going to say, yeah, have a good night. And I hope you enjoyed this discussion. And yeah, I'll see you on Friday. Peace.